Welcome to Mental Health Hacks. My name is Danielle Elizabeth, also known as the Holistic Christian. Here we dig into mental health from a spiritual, psychological, and neurological point of view. Each day I put out a new hack and we dig in. So without further ado, let's dig into today's hack. So I have been for the last like maybe two months on this like self-acceptance journey and it's a, a bit of a tricky one because I, from a Christian perspective, it really isn't about us and, you know, having our needs met and being loved by God is like where it's at, but I also found myself at this place of believing that God loved me like I went from this place of like not believing that and not accepting the fact that I was loved valued and accepted by God and that like that alone changed my life just accepting that like I probably would have been fine but Um, I was at this place where I kind of was like, I believe that, but I still don't love and accept my and value myself. And so I was like, I need to, I need to learn how to love myself. I need to learn how to accept myself. I need to, um, I went on this journey and I was like, I need to fall in love with myself. Like I need to, not in a narcissistic way, not in an egocentric way, in like a way that it's like. I will love and respect myself because what I was doing was still very self-sabotaging things because I was like, yeah, God, I believe you like me. I believe you love me and think I'm worthy. You look down on me and you see my worth, but I don't see it. And that means I'm sabotaging my efforts here still because I'm letting that get in the way. But then it was like finding this balance because there's this whole other like self-love, you know, from the world's perspective where you're the, the, not quote unquote God, but like you are where it's at, right? Like it's like finding, it's like taking it and, and taking God out of it, right? So it was like my goal has been to find this like self-love, value and acceptance that is aligned with God and getting myself to this point where I love, value, and accept myself the way and because of what God says about me is true. So I was kind of battling like, okay, do I even believe that God says I'm loved, valued, and accepted? Do I even believe that if I can't believe it myself? And I don't really know if there's a proper answer for that that I actually feel like I've come to the conclusion on but I did I was what actually helped me was I was listening to this podcast that had like absolutely nothing to do with any of this but they were talking about I think it was like just like believing in yourself in business or something like that and they were talking about how you can be a child of God and still have low self-esteem and I was like oh that's where I'm at like I really it's like my identity is that I am a child of God. That is who I am, okay? But my self-concept was I don't like myself still. And so it was this really tricky area and I 
don't really know. I don't know. I don't know if where I was was like how and how I'm saying that is right. Like maybe there was parts of me that didn't really believe that I was loved, valued, and accepted by God. If I couldn't believe it myself, I don't really think that's the that's a like that's the point or it matters because all I really needed to do and focus on was then trying to figure that out. So I've moved from that place. And so that's why I don't really feel like it matters all that much. Okay. So then what does God say about us versus what does the world say about us? Now the world could be actual people. It could be lies about who you are. It could be circumstances making you feel a certain way about yourself. And it can be, or really all of these are driven by shame. So really, it's what God says about us versus what shame says about us. And here's the thing. Like in the video I posted... Shame didn't make us. Shame didn't fight for us. Shame didn't die for us. Shame is not our savior. Shame is not who we are spending eternity with. And so why, and I don't say this in a condemning way, because that would be very shame-based, but um, why are we listening and allowing ourselves to be taken down by something that does not fit those roles. And why I say I don't say this in a condemning way, because I don't say that like that's easy. Shame is a tyrant. My counselor calls it like the regime of shame. Like it is a system. It is a force like it is not just a few negative words about yourself. It has a dark power to destroy us. But there is another side to this. There is another power and force that has the ability to override anything shame says. And that is God and his grace. Like another thing my counselor is very big on is that grace covers shame. But here's the thing. And I think if you struggle with your mental health, we can be more vulnerable to these lies of you're not good enough. You're inadequate. You suck. You're a failure. Why are you even trying? You know, you're not pretty enough, skinny enough, smart enough. Like all of these messages come at us so much in a day. Like I don't think we really realize because they're not these obvious messages a lot of times. It's it's subtle or these implicit messages in you know our media or you know definitely social media can make us feel very very less than in a lot of different ways um 
you know, it's not someone posting on your Facebook wall, like you are not enough. Like it is, you know, seeing something on someone else's Facebook where you're like, oh, that was my goal. I wanted to do that. Like, obviously they're better than me. They got it. They, they can do that. Yep. I'm not, I'm not good enough to do that. I don't have the qualifications for that. You know, like, and that implicit message that is like subtle and not said in words gets into our head and the enemy loves, loves this. He is such an opportunist to know which messages are personally going to affect us more. Like for me, if you or someone or even a message that like wasn't like explicitly said to me made me feel like I'm a stupid person. That's not really like that would like hurt my feelings, but it wouldn't like cut me to the core because that's just not something I like, I'm not, I'm not as vulnerable to that. But if you, or in some way my, my worth and my value felt under attack, that would cripple me pretty fast. And so there's this enemy who is, you know, also using and utilizing these things very um, strategically against us as well. And I'm not saying that like every bad message is like this like spiritual attack because I think we can also kind of like over spiritualize everything. And so um, there's just there is sin and brokenness and broken people in this world. And that is just a byproduct of that. And so it doesn't have to be like Satan working all the time on you and attacking you all the time. Um, you know, he kind of like this world does a lot of the work for him. It doesn't mean like it's not bad or evil. It's just that, um, you know, it's, it's not always this big spiritual attack, but sometimes it is. And so that's where it's like, it's, it's, you gotta like really have your own discernment about this and really be connected to God so that, you know, um, you know how to spot when it is an actual, like really like there are spiritual forces against you. Anyways, that's not what this (laughs) episode was about. Um, And then the other kind of thing is that maybe you do have people in your life who kind of are not the most supportive of you on one, one end to like toxic, you know, abusive, actually outright saying these things to you. Right. So there's also this side of things where it's not really an implicit message. It's not like this subtle message that like, Oh, I just like was at work today and like everyone kind of like left me out. And I just like, now I feel less than I feel like no one likes me. I am like, something must be wrong with me. Like that, that's kind of those implicit messages. Whereas like there is someone who's like maybe said something to you outright. And that is also, that is so painful because how, how I have always kind of felt in those situations is with these like implicit messages, I can at least try and justify and rationalize away some things. Like I can be like, 
okay, well, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that is, like, what this person was, like, meaning when they said, like, when they did that. But it's, like, you can almost be, like, well, I don't know for sure. Whereas, like, when someone outright says something to you, it's kind of, like, ah, like, you just confirmed this, like, deep fear or this deep pain in me. And it's really hard to, like, justify that away. And what we do is if someone is in a position in your life, whether, you know, why they're speaking into your life like that is another reason. But if they are in a position in your life where they are saying something not in love, like they're, that's a whole other thing. When like a friend comes to you and is like, look, I care about you. And there's some things that I see that maybe you need to just be aware of. Like if someone is outright just saying something that is either like, you know, lashing out at you or saying like, you know, um, like our spouses, especially in like an argument in the heat of an argument, you know, we say stupid things and stuff. And sometimes those things are like, they hit this wound that it's like, Whoa, that, that, that hit me that went deep and they may not even have meant it, but it's so hard to like talk yourself out of that. And then what I find we do is we give them more power than they deserve in the situation like we all of a sudden are like well if they say it that's true like they basically just confirm my biggest fear I am not enough or I am stupid or I am this like they just said it and not what we don't do is we're like that's like really unkind and why are they saying that to me like why do they feel like they have this like authority to speak into my life like that? And if they are someone who like would, you would say, you know what, they have an authority or like a, a they are a close relationship where they can say things to me and they, I, I've given them permission to speak into my life. Why are they saying something so hurtful or so something that's going to tear me down so much? So that's like what, you know, the healthy route would be to, to start questioning that and compare that to what God says about you. But what I find we get caught in the trap of and we get distracted by is going over to this like other person and giving them this like, you know, putting them on this pedestal, like as if they know and have the ability to say something about us that is like is tearing us down and what I've really also learned in my journey is asking you know how is that helpful like if I have someone in my life who genuinely loves me and cares about me and there is something that they need to say that's hard and might might hurt me to an extent but they're doing it uh, with love and with the intention to help me that is very different than someone who's just lashing out at you because they're maybe upset or they're hurt themselves and they don't know how to process their own feelings. So they turn it around on you, project it onto you and tear you down. Misery loves company, right? And so it's like, I, one of my big questions, I don't know where I read it. I read it somewhere. It's like, is this, how is this helpful? Like really interrogating the statement, it's like on its own to the person if you can because if someone is saying it to be helpful in some way like they would be able to explain that 
when someone's like lashing out it's like well how's that helpful <laughs> well it's not I just kind of wanted like not they may not say this right away but it's like I just wanted to hurt you in that moment right and so it's not helpful it's not productive and so what I would encourage you to do is learn what God says about you who does God say you are what is your identity in him because that was a big piece for me to stop giving so much weight to other people's opinions because I do come from this like very people-pleasing codependent like my worth and value come from came from other people for so long and so what they said went like it was like even if I did not even like agree with it or anything it was like I had a very hard time um sticking to my in my own like authority and my own thoughts and so when but I didn't know what God said about me like I did but I didn't like I knew it from being a Christian and being in church but I went in this like deep dive of like what does God say about me what are these truths that I can hold on to in that moment because what I have learned is that our position in Christ is secure it is unchangeable okay we are so solid in our relationship with God that no matter what someone says that doesn't change what he says about us and this power statement that I use um, and you will hear me probably say it a lot if you listen to me but is I am loved valued and accepted by God and when you put that beside someone's lashing out to hurt you, it is a lot easier to take the weight and the pain and the hurt from that statement and it minimizes and takes, I, I feel like it takes the power away from what they are saying because you have this power statement from Jesus and this truth about what Jesus says about you and if you believe that he is the authority in your life and that what he says is true then what he says about you is true and so we need to know what he says so that we can hold on to that in the moments where the waves seem high okay so know what God says about you and it really helps you not listen to all the other chatter and noise that the world will throw at you on a very consistent basis Thank you for listening to today's hack. I hope it was helpful and I would really appreciate and love if you would help me get this podcast out to more ears by sharing it with someone that you know might benefit from it, rating it on 
Apple or Spotify or leaving a comment would really help get this out there. And also, I just wanted to let you know, never, ever hesitate to reach out to me. 